0: Okay. Hi, my name is Erin. I'm your Inspiring Insights host uh, for this evening. And every Wednesday at 6 p.m. we do this show, which features amazing practitioners, mostly in the greater Toronto area and Ontario, but we're venturing outside of Ontario and even outside of Canada uh, as we speak. So we, we really started this program as a vodcast at first, and now it's a full um, show with several episodes, and we are at episode 12 now. Um, talking about everything that has to do with with women's health, and I say that lightly because um, I understand that women, you know, have specific needs, and also there are a lot of non-binary folks out there that may or may not go by um, identify as as women uh, or as females, and so we kind of started. Uh, with our new company called Reawaken Co. Um, a health education platform that focuses on the health and wellness of individuals that are self-identified women and also non-binary folks. So our hope for you folks here today is to really connect you with the practitioners um, in the alternative wellness field that can help people thrive. And uh, we want to inspire folks. So so that's why we're here, that's why we're doing it. (laughs) Um, So today I'm going to introduce Courtney Russell. I almost called you Courtney Clayson just then because I know her as Clayson, Uh, but Courtney (laughs) recently got married. So Courtney Russell, she's a naturopathic resident at Two Rivers Health in Guelph uh, here in Ontario and she's also a recent graduate of the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine where we both met. Uh, She has a passion in fertility, pregnancy and postpartum health she also loves sports medicine and helping anyone with their health goals on that uh, in that realm Courtney's also a mama to a sweet two and a half year old uh, and a new puppy <laughs> so it's safe to say that uh, Courtney you're learning how to balance motherhood uh, you know your own private practice and then your own two new businesses which one is a uh, well baked box which is going really well right now uh, everyone tuning in should check it out and also uh, fecondita's fertility which is um we can we can talk about that in a, more in a bit <laughs> yeah so in your spare time courtney um, you love spending time outdoors playing ultimate frisbee and keeping active and um, i really had such a good time going to school with courtney and and getting to know her better and and seeing her pregnancy throughout the whole thing. And I thought, why not go into full-on detail with Courtney here tonight on um, preparing for pregnancy, kind of 101 and and how naturopathic can really help in that regard. So Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to it, Courtney, welcome. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Erin. So I guess we can start Courtney with, Maybe just a little bit more about yourself. What got you interested in naturopathic medicine?
1: Um, Yeah, so I went to Wilfrid Laurier in Waterloo, um, and I did both my undergraduate there in biology as well as my master's. So I did a master's in botanical medicine, but not really related to the naturopathic field. I did parasitic plants. I studied them um, and then I learned more about how parasitic plants can be used naturally to help different things. So that kind of opened my eyes to herbal medicine and how it can be used um, for lots of different things. And I became more and more interested in it. And then um, when I was in my last year of my master's, I decided to come off the birth control pill and my period just vanished and mm-hmm. then like, Went to the doctor being like okay it's been like four months where's my period and she was like oh it'll come when it comes and i didn't like that answer (laughs) (laughs) so as a researcher i kind of like looked at all my options and like lots of different herbs to help bring uh, back your period and to balance those hormones so i looked for a naturopathic doctor in waterloo and she was great um Dr. Kim Bretts was her name, actually. I remember her because it opened my eyes to naturopathic medicine. Mm-hmm. And again, like I went on uh, a herbal tincture and within like three weeks, my period is back and regular. And I was kind of like, wow, this is amazing. And um, yeah, I didn't know what I wanted to do after my master's, but I love working with people and helping people. And so then I took a tour of uh, CCNM, which is where Aaron and I met and decided to go and that's where I kind of let off there.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. Thank you for sharing your, uh, even just a little tidbit about, um, you know, the hormone journey, because that is, is so common, you know, that, that story. Unfortunately, I've just what you said about your period, like just not showing up and, mm-hmm. and how, um, you know, w- what you've been dealt with or, you know, as the healthcare system kind of just like cares or doesn't (laughs) for you (laughs) Uh, that is so it's it's happened to a lot of people so Mm -hmm. i appreciate that in the sense that yeah like there is so much more that we can do and preventative medicine um you know unless you're somehow trained or or even interested in like plants like yourself or naturopathic medicine there's there's so much out there on the internet that we can look up and That kind of thing but you know then it comes down to what's being safe and what's not and right there's there's so much out there right so (laughs) yeah i think that you know just sharing what you did is is really good for folks to hear and that you went to see an anthropologic doctor and that made all the Mm -hmm. difference and that made all the difference for your own career too right which is yeah definitely so big oh i love that so um courtney what kind of I guess in your own practice now, like what are the top three things that you help folks with?
1: Yeah. So uh, right now I see a lot of fertility, um, whether that's um, individuals who are looking to prepare for pregnancy. So preconception. So optimizing their chances to conceive naturally Mm. and healthy. Um, I see a lot of fertility where, you know, uh, patients are coming in and they've been trying for anywhere from six to Two, six months to two years um, and they're just looking for some support and guidance that way and then I see a lot of pregnancy and postpartum so supporting okay. them through the trim- trimesters
0: <laughs> yeah so the full the full gamut of uh you know preconception all the way to post-conception which is amazing and
1: yes
0: um so much of that you know comes out of having your own experience with that so <laughs> I appreciate that and yeah. i like I worked as a birth doula, in my past in a past life of mine (laughs) yeah and um you know i i was i felt that because i didn't have any sort of uh anything to go off of because i myself hadn't had a a child yet you know so Mm. there was that kind of sense of like i i don't want to call it like less confidence but maybe that's what it is and when you go through yourself right it's so different
1: yeah you can just relate to people a little bit more like with anything right so when someone's pregnant, and you're like, "Yeah, I, I I went through that. Like, I remember those stages, and I remember feeling that anxiety or these symptoms. It's definitely,
0: yeah, especially birth,
1: <laughs> for really. sure. Mm-hmm.
0: And I mean, yeah, just to touch on that, like the media really just tears, like it just tears. <laughs> don't want to make a, a pun here, but uh, <laughs> basically, the media really portrays um, birth as something that's like super medical." Um, and also something that's super painful, which doesn't always have to be the case, right? And no. isn't always the case for a lot of folks. Maybe we'll just talk about that for a second if you want, because there's so much within the birthing world. And I know that you have talked about this a little bit on how like negative stories, you know, for for your own pregnancy really made an impact.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, um, I find I, like, like what you said, the media kind of portrays birth as scary, medicalized, painful, you should get an epidural, you should go to the hospital. And um, I don't necessarily think that that always has to be the case. And I was lucky enough to come across this book. or I was given this book um, during my pregnancy, and it was um, Ina May, uh, a spiritual guide to um, childbirth
0: mm-hmm. and it was
1: just this amazing book it had like very like a lot of informative um, chapters and then the other half of the book was just birth stories that were very positive and um, talking about the different things you can do with them and um, i had a great birth and i like to talk about that with patients like ask them their fears if there's any or what their thoughts are and kind of inform them on um, their options and that birth doesn't have to be scary it can be an experience that is amazing like think of how amazing it is you're birthing a like a human into the world um so we cover a lot of that um i I would say with pregnancy um just talking about the birth like the birth that story that they want and that they hope for
0: Mm. yeah oh i like that yeah and removing that fear out of it well it's like i think fear is a good thing as well and it's important to bring up those fears and discuss them, you know, before yeah. it happens, especially in people who, you know, are on their first um, child and they haven't experienced what it's like to be pregnant at all, or like even, you know, go into labor yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is like a whole other thing. Right. And I think that's the most scary part about it for folks. So yeah, I think the way that Ina May, she is an amazing, amazing, I've read another one of her books and it's, it's she's phenomenal at, at empowering um, folks who can get pregnant to really, really step into that power and say like, it's okay. Yeah. Like you can do this. You were literally built for this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if you have the right tools in front of you, which is what kind of, um, I try to do um, is to give you those tools to work with so um, mm. you can you can like handle those fears and those anxieties because they're fine that they come up but it's how you handle them that it's going to help your birth experience so
0: yeah exactly yeah great um and and also i just wanted to touch on your fertility uh, business as well because i know that you really like teaching uh, fertility to couples, but also to practitioners. Can you tell us a little bit more about? It's, it's fecunditas, right? Am I saying that right? Yeah, oh, no, okay. that's the weirdest fertility. word. Um, it actually means the goddess of fertility, and so that's why we chose
1: fecunditas. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So yeah. So in um in, at CCNM when I was in school, I did the fertility focus shift. Mm-hmm. So that was um in in clinic in practice, like. a Focus ship that's specifically for fertility patients. And then I did an externship, which is where you can leave the school and um, do a shift outside. So I did it at Two Rivers Health with um, my mentor, Dr. Shara and she focuses on fertility and then I should mention that my husband is actually the the director of embryology and implantation research at Create Fertility, downtown Toronto.
0: Mm.
1: So (laughs) There was just lots of fertility like I love it and I'm just surrounded by it I've got I've been able to attend uh, two or three different fertility conferences um, Both Canadian and American and just learning so much through my husband and my mentor in school That I just became so well versed in it and I love teaching it to patients, but I had so many um, Colleagues reaching Mm -hmm. out being like oh, we know that you love fertility. Can you? like, have you worked with this type of patient before, or I have these questions and it kept happening more and more. And then during pre, like right in the middle of COVID, my husband and I were like, we should make a course and, and teach your aspect. Cause he knows so much about the IVF realm because he's working in an IVF clinic. And mm-hmm. I know, know so much about the naturopathic realm. We're like, let's combine forces and kind of just inform people about you know, we call it the clinical path. So um, how to support people both in the medical world and more on like the naturopathic side.
0: Wow, that's yeah. an incredible duo. And I think you yeah. guys are doing great, great things so far. So good. Um, mm-hmm. And even just to offer that something, you know, like that to practitioners who um, who may not be fully versed in the whole medical side of things, right? But but really yeah. want to support Uh, their patients through pregnancy and i think that's such a good such a good thing Um, yeah i think No, sorry go ahead go ahead
1: (laughs) well i just think fertility is becoming more and more um, people want to optimize their fertility outcomes or unfortunately infertility is becoming such such a more prevalent in Mm -hmm. in our time because you know as women or like men even like we're taking we're taking longer to want to have kids because you know, we want to put our careers first or our travel. I mean, not so much anymore, but um, we aren't just jumping into having babies. So we wait longer. And then um, sometimes, you know, things come up and it doesn't take as it's not taking like two to three months. It's taking almost a year to conceive. So there's these questions. And then practitioners have a lot of research to do. So we kind of cover those. So there's six modules. It covers kind of like the IVF sphere. And the differences between, you know, these terms, IUI, IVF, like people always ask, like, what does that mean? I don't know what they mean. Mm -hmm. And then the other modules are um, more of how naturopathic medicine or chiropractic medicine or Chinese medicine can help. And then we were lucky enough to get it accredited all throughout North America. So we have it in BC, Ontario, um, Oregon, and some other states, actually. So...
0: Amazing! Wow. Okay. So, whoever, anyone who's listening, I was just going to mention before um, before I cut you off, or Courtney, that <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, Courtney's actually doing a fifteen percent off discount on this course that she offers. So, um, we'll put that in the chat for later for you folks, and um, that's a good segue, I think, as well, from going from the whole clinical path or the clinical journey of pregnancy into how really naturopathic medicine can help someone who's pregnant and maybe let's just talk a little bit first about you know why naturopathic medicine might be different and what what naturopathic medicine can offer someone um as compared to you know going to see a midwife or going to see their gynecologist
1: yeah yeah um so I mean, the gynecologist and midwife are very different, like different from us in the sense that they're going to help you with your birth plan. Like, are you going to have it in the hospital or at home? Um, These are the interventions. They're going to be there with you when you're delivering the baby. Um, Mm -hmm. Naturopathic medicine is good to help. And I guess I can kind of break it down into like the fertility versus pregnancy. So if you're trying to optimize your chances at conceiving, that's where naturopathic medicine can be really beneficial because sometimes there's... There's going to be some, um, you know, lifestyle, nutrition changes, supplement changes, and there's so much information on Google that is just kind of wrong (laughs) or some people can become misinformed or I've had patients come in being like, I have like 10 supplements, like what one should I be taking? What's the dose? Why am I taking it? And that's where naturopathic medicine can come in and kind of help patients with those goals. So, you know, mm. if it's eating cleaner, if it's living a more active lifestyle, if it's taking the proper supplements that have been shown in the research to like improve egg quality, improve uh, sperm quality, um, decrease inflammation, because you really want to be, um, your best health before you get pregnant, because I mean, you can kind of change the gen- like the epigenetics of your e- the egg and the the sperm. So, mm-hmm. I I just love that, and that's kind of where I was like, wow, I want to. And before we had our baby, we were like, we need to be so healthy. I mean, we still indulge. Like, it doesn't mean you have to be strict in this like box, but it's just learning about all the different things that you can do to improve certain things.
0: Yep. Totally. So I just want to stop you there because I realized that um, we've said a few acronyms that people may or may not know of. Oh, yeah. So um, uh, IVF, let's just go through them. IVF <laughs> is in vitro fertilization. Yes. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's more um, when someone is having um, issues with getting pregnant. Um, what else am I missing there? <laughs>
1: yeah so i kind of just quickly walk you through so fertility so when people are coming to try to conceive um let's say it's between six to twelve months they'll be referred to a fertility clinic Um, a fertility doctor will either will will Look at their case, do their blood work. A lot of the times now fertility doctors are working very closely with naturopathic doctors. So um, even I've built relationships with the different fertility clinics. So you can do an IUI, which is intrauterine insemination, or IVF is in vitro fertilization. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of different. IVF is so in vitro fertilization is more like the last step, whereas IUI intrauterine insemination is the middle stage. Um, so depending on what diagnosis you have, or what they see, they'll choose one or the other. I mean, I can tell you exactly what they're
0: doing. But, um, if th- you want me to tell you the exact differences, I'm um, sure, if you want, because I'm like, I'm sure there's a lot of things that come up for people during pregnancy when they actually don't know what all the options are. Um, and this is just even outside of naturopathic medicine. This is just like, what are the options, yeah. like, for me if I want to get pregnant, basically.
1: Yeah, I mean so this is last. like if you want to get pregnant. I always suggest um, you, you seek out naturopathic care and, and work with a naturopathic doctor before seeing a fertility specialist mm-hmm. um, Fertility specialists are more if there needs to be more like ultrasounds or like different medical Tests that they need to run that can help See what's going on if you're not conceiving after like anywhere from six to twelve months depending on your age Um So intrauterine insemination is when they would take like a a sperm sample, like a semen sample, and they would bypass the cervix. So they would kind of inject the semen into the uterus so Mm. that um, and and they monitor you. So they see like, oh, you're ovulating. And then that kind of happens. So it's less invasive, whereas IVF is when they actually um, take out the eggs, like, so you ovulate, they kind of like insert a little catheter, um, suck up the eggs. They take this, the sperm and then they take it into a, a a dish, Mm -hmm. like a Petri dish and they make them connect infuse, fuse and form an embryo, which that later becomes a baby. And then they insert that into the uterus and hope that it, um, kind of like Binds the uterine wall so that it can form a baby. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's very, it's very medicalized. So, and it's great because you know, there's sometimes people, this is the only way they can get pregnant and it's great. Um, naturopathic medicine just helps to increase those odds of implantation and also increases the odds of conceiving naturally before you have
0: to go to that step. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, so let's reverse a little bit and talk about, you know, how a naturopathic uh, or maybe yeah, how living more naturopathically, what that looks like in terms of, um, you know, I say if I'm like in the in the next five years. Mm -hmm. um, I'm thinking of having a baby. This is this is fictional, but but um, in the next you know it within five years is that like a a good enough time to like start getting healthy or like when's a good good time you know you mentioned like okay say if myself my partner have have been having um have been trying for like six to twelve months which is a long time that's like a full year of just trying Mm -hmm. to conceive um you know how long is or how early is too early yeah five years is too early (laughs)
1: Okay. Um, so yeah. ideally it's like three to six months. Um, you know, some sometimes women are like come to me and they're like, Okay, we wanna get pregnant next month. And I'm kinda like, Okay. <laughs> like that's a short amount of time. Okay, we, yeah. we usually look for like that three month um window to like change to help like alter hormones and like optimize health, uh, especially egg quality health. that's a little it takes a little bit longer. Um, so we look for three months to six months, but that doesn't mean like you can like start you can start living a healthy lifestyle at any point Mm -hmm. and a lot of the things that are healthy lifestyle so eating a proper diet you know moving your body practicing um some sort of um, meditation journaling for like important for your mental health or getting outside and being like immersed in nature um and then taking the proper supplements a lot of those things can be done way before um it's just making sure that they're being done right before pregnancy to help your chances
0: um, Yep, got it yeah got it. so yeah okay so the the road to expect for someone who is maybe experiencing issues
1: mm-hmm. after
0: trying is about three to six months if they're working with a naturopath
1: yeah yeah got and so and well ideally it's three to six months before you start trying because then hopefully there's no issue <laughs> or there's right. less, there's less option for an issue yeah. and when people come and there's already been like that wait time to six to 12 months, um, it's really just working with them to help like change different um, things in, in their lifestyle or diet or supplement routine that can help opt like to increase that chance even for the next month. Because, again, like you said, six to 12 months is a long time. It's hard to tell someone who's been trying for 12 months like, oh, let's just wait three or four months to optimize your health. Usually, if, if it's that, we're just like, okay, let's try to figure out what is happening in your body that's preventing this from happening, like the pregnancy, and how can we change it or make it more optimal for those chances to increase.
0: Yeah, got you. Okay, that makes sense. And <laughs> that then, makes sense. yeah, totally. That's like, yeah, definitely crystal clear. So in terms of, um, say, I want to, you know, see a naturopathic doctor along with um my my kind of quote unquote like mainstream health Mm -hmm. care providers um how many visits should one expect to have with a naturopath who really focuses on fertility um yeah i would
1: say that varies depending on the case so um the initial intake is always like the longest so anywhere from Sixty to seventy-five minutes of mm-hmm. just a thorough fertility intake can even be up towards to ninety minutes. So yeah. if patients are working with fertility clinics already, um, there's lots of blood work to look at and lots of um, um, medical like ultrasound sheets, um, X-rays, and depending on the case again. So it's usually anywhere from. Like once a month usually so after the in- intake it really depends and I can kind of talk about the modalities so um, for naturopathic medicine and, and preconception even to pregnancy uh, the the most common modalities would be um, so nutrition so making sure that people are getting a great amount of fat and protein and not just a lot of refined sugars and carbs which seems to be like the most common diet which I mean, that's what we're working with, but we kinda, my job is to kind of inform and give people this like knowledge is power. Like these, this is the importance of healthy fats and for your hormones and the importance of like a good, a rich protein in your diet and complex carbs and fiber. So we really spend a lot of time talking about nutrition, um, mm. lifestyle, so decreasing that stress, which unfortunately is the way of the world right now has lots of stress and cortisol. And then herbs. So um, I love herbal medicine, working with different herbs, depending on the patient um, supplements. So I'd say um, and we can kind of dive into supplements more, but supplements, there's like definitely some favorites um, and making sure people are on those and taking the therapeutic dose. And then acupuncture has been one of the most studied modalities for helping people with fertility, actually.
0: Okay, interesting. I'm uh, I'm intrigued by that. So there's a few things that you said there Um, Mm -hmm. We can definitely talk about supplements more because I think Mm -hmm. that's what people are asking for at least in the in the surveys that I sent out Um, and then also yeah, I'm intrigued by acupuncture and how it can help Mm -hmm. and um, Yeah, if there's maybe any recommend recommended Kind of eating paradigms. I know I I know I don't want to call them diets and i don't think yeah. I, like people who are going through infertility issues should also diet like i don't i don't know if that's the right approach or if they're already pregnant you know
1: um
0: yeah. <laughs> so maybe let's just start there and say like i know you mentioned a few things like healthy fats and stuff but is there any particular kind of eating paradigm that you recommend
1: um
0: so the most studied
1: uh, eating paradigm would probably be the mediterranean mm. um diet and yeah i say diet loosely because again like diet is a funny thing like depending on the case and the person like some people love diets and they love like eating regimes and plans and um we working with what works for them is important but uh, mediterranean is more like a high fat um, moderate protein and like lower carb diet Um, Mm. and that one has the most research associated with increasing fertility and while pregnant even like boosting um
0: those outcomes Okay, and is that probably to do with the fact that it is high um, high fat, yeah, high fat, and that's really good, right?
1: Yeah, just healthy fats. People think fat is bad, and I think that's like a misconception now. Um, more and more, it's coming out that you know, like fish and avocado and eggs and the the vitamins and minerals that you get from those um, items are so good and important.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. So the Mediterranean diet. <laughs> yeah um okay and then maybe tell us a little bit more about acupuncture because i think this is pretty common in our world in the sense that like yeah we know that acupuncture does amazing things for fertility but a lot of people Mm -hmm. who who aren't in our world have no idea what goes on (laughs)
1: yeah yeah so acupuncture so now um certain fertility clinics actually we'll have an acupuncture room where you can go pre and post um, IUI or IVF transfer um, to get acupuncture done. So acupuncture works to um, calm that nervous system, which is an overdrive when anyone's trying to conceive, like during trying to conceive is very stressful for most people because you're always like, is it positive? Is it negative? The pregnancy test. Mm. And then once you become pregnant, there's this stress on the first trimester this like, again, and this is another thing like the first trimester, don't tell anyone you're pregnant because what happens if you miscarry, right? Like Mm -hmm. there's like this, you have to wait till the 12 week mark which is the second trimester. So acupuncture I think really helps with that, calming the nervous system. Um, There's lots of points. Um, So Chinese medicine using the different meridians in the body to help. Decrease the sympathetic fight or flight mode, and also it helps um, increase circulation. So a lot of the points are around the uterus, around the ovaries, so that um, reproductive area that help you know increase the quality of the eggs, increase the quality of that circulation to the tissues, mm. um, decrease inflammation, and just like move move things so there's not that like stagnation that like stuck. Sensation.
0: Mm-hmm. If that makes
1: mm-hmm. sense, I'm trying to use lingo that's as much.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Understandable. Hear you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I get it. Yeah, <laughs> because of like just the stagnation and and those kinds of things are a little bit more um, traditional Chinese medicine like language. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that makes sense for folks um, who are watching as well. You know, people who are trying to conceive and. And don't necessarily know why it's not happening and for one acupuncture really helps like you said bring blood to an area that may otherwise have like not have a lot of blood flowing um consistently there right so i think that's one really good thing and it also with blood you know brings nutrition and everything else and and takes away a lot of um toxicities and other things so it's it's basically cleansing that area out right
1: yeah um, i like to always say it as like to simplify like i'm putting i'm sticking like a small needle into the area like i'm causing an injury essentially so what happens when you you know prick your skin you start to bleed a bunch of blood comes like blood is increased to the area like different cells to help clean up the debris and help heal that area. So if I'm I'm doing that around a, a reproductive area and more blood is coming to it that helps with that repair and that cleaning out of anything that might be, you know, preventing that implantation for pregnancy. Mm. That makes more sense. Yeah, that's a <laughs> Usually one. people get it more after like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense."
0: It's a great way to put it.
1: Yeah, I love that. Yeah.
0: Um and of course, for anyone who has questions, um Honestly, just write them in the comments below, and um, we can say more about that if you need to. If at any point we said something that doesn't make sense, <laughs> yeah. and um, let's talk a little bit, Courtney, about um, fertility supplements and, and what that looks like. And you know, do people need to be taking prenatal supplements? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's we'll say more. yeah. <laughs>
1: um, I mean prenatal supplements are great. Um, a good quality prenatal is the most important. So a lot of the times the ones that are, I see the most commonly are from the drugstore. They have a lot of fillers in them. They don't have the active ingredient that we're looking for. So Mm. really a prenatal has a lot of folate, folic acid, um, those are the two terms that you'll hear a lot of. Um, so that's really good for preventing neural tube defects if you were to get pregnant. And that's why a lot of um anyone who's trying to conceive is usually suggested to go on a prenatal. Um it's like a multi plus like a proper dose of that folate.
0: Got it, right. And, and then the, a what lot is of them the have proper folate. dose of folate. Do you want to share that? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it can anywhere be from um a thousand milligrams. There's lots of research depending on if you're um again we can get into like more specific terms, but if uh, you're a bad methylator, so if you don't convert things properly, you'll have to have more folate. Um and then, again, I usually try to tell patients who are trying to conceive to be on a pre a professional like a professional line of prenatals because you'll have that active um folate versus mm-hmm. the folic acid. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that it's the acronym is L. L5MTHF so um, that compared to folic acid just means that your body doesn't have to convert folic acid to that L5MTHF
0: oh got it so yeah specifically the professional brands of supplements will actually have that as an ingredient
1: Yeah, and so that I mean unless you were to do a genetic test that showed that you were a slow methylator and not like a poor methylator. You won't know um, if you're taking that folic acid. Your body has to process it through three or four steps before it gets to that active um, component that your body can absorb and use. Mm So using that like the one that's just already available to your like bioavailable to your body. it's, It's a better choice.
0: Yeah, got it. Okay, cool. And and what would you say are some like professional lines, or is that like, um, yeah, like are they yeah. accessible to people,
1: you know? Yes, yeah, some are, but most of the time. Um, so NFH prenatal sap, NFH is a, a line that's um, third party tested. It's probably my favorite, but you have to get. Um, they're not sold in like drugstores or anything. You have to get a, a naturopathic doctor or a holistic nutritionist or someone. To prescribe it to you, mm-hmm. um, but there's other ones, um, and like I, we can kind of I can write them down. But like for people um, in like future, if they want to know, like New Roots has a, a great one. Um, there's a couple others I can't even remember, but mainly looking, a lot of them are fine. You're just looking at the ones that um, Materna, that's the most popular one. There's like a blue and a, uh, a blue and a pink pill. There's like a bunch of fillers, dyes in them. They mm-hmm. don't have like great dosing. Um, so trying to stay away from those ones is usually what I strive for. Yep. Yeah,
0: yep. Yeah, that's fair. Um, that's a, that's a really great point also, just because, you know, a lot of people don't know the difference between like a therapeutic dose and, you know, something that just has a little bit of folate in it, you mm-hmm. know? So, you know, where is that? It, it's hard to know where to draw that line, especially yeah. if you're not up, To date, or like in the know on how much folate like a person needs, you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, and that's you know all the more reason to get in touch with a naturopathic doctor who knows more about these things, but also will ask you other things specific to your own life. And if you are like Courtney said, maybe a slow methylator, um, they can actually recommend certain specific supplements. Yeah. And and is there any other supplements? Um, you know, just going on that train because a lot of times people these days, you know, they take a multi. They might take omega threes, you know, some fish oil or whatever. But for the most part, people don't know what to take, like prenatally.
1: Prenatally, I like that. Prenatally is not <laughs> um, a word. Prenatally. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say a, a great prenatal is number one, and then vitamin D. Mm-hmm. Um, seems to be like, if I could put everyone <laughs> but I think the, the top three supplements for trying to conceive pregnancy and even postpartum would be um, vitamin D, fish oil, and a, a good prenatal. Mm. Um, so there's lots of research that shows vitamin D and fish oil, those two, and sometimes you can even get them combined into one. So you can kind of take one supplement and get both of them. Um, but it's great for, for both trying to conceive. So the fertility aspect um, optimizing that egg quality, um, decreasing inflammation, improving circulation. And then also during pregnancy, um, the, like there's different studies and meta-analyses that show that it decreases um, uh, preeclampsia, um, like di- just gestational diabetes, um, mm. decreases the risk of intervention actually as well. Um, preterm labor um yeah there, there was like it's it's crazy if you look at the list of and like the amount of studies that have been done that show how great vitamin d and fish oil are so those are
0: okay. i love <laughs> those nice yep yep and then of course maybe other ones that your naturopath may or might not prescribe and then is there any sort yeah. of herbs that uh would help someone as well with fertility or is that kind of more off the table
1: Uh, there's lots of herbs. It really depends on the case. So, um, I would most, most of the time suggest that everyone like talks to someone about their case specifically, um, to decide what herbs because there's some herbs that are good for more of an estrogen dominance, or if they're like a little bit low on their progesterone side to boost that. So again, like it really varies dependent on the case, but, um, herbal teas are great. Um, ones that are kind of, combination of different things that are um, nutritive. So nettle, um, chamomile, ginger, even to help support the immune system, but also just support overall health versus Mm. the hormonal ones that would be um, more tailored to an individual case.
0: Got it. Yeah, Yeah, I see that. And maybe even I just thought of one thing like red, red raspberry leaf tea. Is that safe to have during pregnancy? yeah yeah so
1: i mean red raspberry is great for third trimester so it helps um prep the uterus for that um for labor for those contractions so it's not like people either say i've i've heard kind of on like i've seen in on google or i've had patients say like oh i heard it doesn't work or um like it's just like a false tale that people have like said down the like said down many years mm-hmm. um, i've also heard that it's unsafe um most of the research shows that you know it, it's not strong enough to do anything crazy it doesn't put you into labor it just helps with toning the uterus and preparing the body for
0: labor mm. got it okay <laughs> cool um, i think that was all the questions i had about supplements and herbs <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Maybe. There's, lots of,
1: there's lots of supplements that tailor to each case. So there's a yeah. lot of them, you know, probiotics, CoQ10. I hear a lot about um, NS, NS, like, NAC, AL, like so lots of antioxidants. But again, depending on your case, depending on what's going on, those can be tailored to you specifically. Um, right. Yeah. When you work with someone who prescribes supplements.
0: Mm-hmm. And someone who knows
1: what actually is happening.
0: Yeah. Um, Or the brand and the dose. um,
1: Yeah. Give you.
0: Yeah. Cool. Courtney, what would you say is, is the top factor to consider when you're, um, when you're considering, you know, I want to really optimize my fertility and have a great pregnancy. What's like the number one thing that you would recommend to somebody? Um, that's tough. One thing I would say nutrition, like Mm. if you,
1: if you really clean up your diet, like I say diet as not like your nutrition plan, like the foods you eat, not like diet as in like a specific par- eating paradigm. Mm-hmm. But if you really practice um, mindful, you know, nutrition plans where you're incorporating those healthy fats, the proper protein, um, the proper like ve- like lots of vegetables and fruit and you're eating a vast array of all the good foods and de- like staying away from those greasy processed foods and refined sugars that cause a lot of inflammation in the body. I think if if you're just trying to conceive and you don't have anything that would prevent you that you see at the moment to have a kind of a, that would cause infertility, I mm-hmm. think nutrition would be one of the biggest things um, because it's controllable. Like everyone eats and everyone can like control what they eat. Um, I know exercise and movement can be hard with time and um, what feels right for different people and what they're comfortable with, but I think um, eating different foods that are like that fuel the body and the mind and make you feel good would probably be the basis and like top, top thing to start with
0: mm-hmm. Nice. before anything else. Yeah. Nice. That's yeah. That's good. So I'm going to ask now if anybody in the audience uh, has any questions, go ahead and, and please write write some questions down about pregnancy. I would love to hear uh, more. And I know I have a few more just from people who couldn't make it here tonight live that, um, that wanted to ask a few questions. Mm -hmm. Um, and while we're doing that, while we're allowing folks to think about some questions, Courtney, um, I have one final question for you and that is, uh, what keeps you inspired? What keeps me inspired? Um, I think just like helping people,
1: Really just like um, breaking those barriers for people and and like helping them break them and realize like and seeing this that big change where it's like, oh, you know, like my sleep is better or. I'm noticing ovulation like which we didn't even touch into, but (laughs) that's a whole other thing. But or, you know, my periods are regular now, whereas they weren't before, Um, like those things inspire me to continue to help people and to like have this information accessible and to show people that they can learn all these things and 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 control their health. yeah nice nice so create is healthy
0: little babies <laughs> yeah to create all the healthy people yes um, that's really nice to hear and also yeah you did say ovulation and i'm not sure that everyone knows um what ovulation <laughs> is maybe just say like a sentence on like how why it's important to ovulate for pregnancy and etc
1: yeah uh so ovulation is um mid-cycle usually um textbook says day 14 but really it can be any any day in between um, when you have your your first period to the next period kind of thing um, so it's usually mid cycle and um, it's when there's a slight temperature change um, the egg is released and there's you would notice a difference in cervical mucus cervical position sometimes moods impacted sometimes there's a little bit of um like a little bit of sharp shooting pain on one side because that like pop can be a little bit <laughs> painful, but mm-hmm. that's letting you know that your body's ready to conceive, and like that would be the optimal time to try to conceive.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's usually like an actual day or a couple days around that day where you're ovulating, and yeah. that's yeah the I guess the most fertile that you mm-hmm. can be. Yeah. Got it.
1: It's the fertile window. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay, great. So I'm going to go ahead now with a few questions, but I wanted you to just say a little bit about your 15% off um, fertility course for anybody who's listening right now.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, So um, and I'll give you the code to... to to release for people. Um, but yeah, so there's gonna be 15% off until, um, we're kind of running it as a Black Friday Cyber Monday deal. So it'll be from now until Monday night, and then it would give you 15% off. The course is online, it's like you would have it forever so retail price is um, uh, 3 dollars for practitioners it's accredited in again Ontario and BC and other provinces and so it gets you um, some credits and a certificate that kind of gives you the title fertility strategist um, it covers fertility again the clinical path and it covers that first trimester and how you can support patients in that first trimester so supplements Acupuncture points, um, at nutrition and other things like that.
0: Yeah. Amazing! So I just put that there in the in the comments section. Fifteen um, percent mm-hmm. off, and then Courtney, you will um, give me that code, and I can send it out to folks um, through my email list.
1: Yeah, it's BFCM15.
0: Okay, BFCM.
1: Yeah, Black Friday, Cyber Monday,
0: 15th. Got it. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I got that acronym correct. No. Great. Fine. Okay. And then you also offer, um, Courtney, just to like let people know as well, uh, you offer a free meet and greet at your clinic, right? So that's Two Rivers yeah. Health in, in Guelph, mm-hmm. Ontario. Yeah. Um, are you doing anything virtually right now? Is it still face to face? Um, I would say mainly virtual, but there is face-to-face, especially for acupuncture. So I, I
1: we, the clinic works with patients kind of all over Ontario because mm-hmm. um, okay. we definitely do have a fertility focus. Um, so yeah, yeah. So yep. 15, 15 minutes free meet and greet, and that would be virtual. Um,
0: yeah, that's a, yeah. a perfect opportunity for Ontario residents, at least to, um, to get a hold of Courtney and chat more about, you know, if she's the right practitioner for you when it comes to your own uh, pregnancy journey. Mm. That's great. So let me just get out my phone here because uh, a friend of mine had texted and couldn't make it today. So she actually had a couple questions on. Yes. Okay. Nice. So I like this question. She said, (laughs) she said, can you talk a little bit more about morning sickness and how to deal with that um, I lost probably eight pounds at the beginning of my pregnancy from throwing up so much. <laughs>
1: oh wow, yeah, morning sickness is probably the worst um first trimester um pregnancy complaint mm. um so more like the so naturopathically there's there's some modalities initially it would be like nutrition wise trying to get in as much like any food. there's no restrictions when it's the first trimester. It's like get whatever you can get in your body if you have that nausea and morning sickness if you're vomiting um, a lot of nds offer iv therapy which is safe in the first trimester um like different uh, like lots of vitamin c's and b complex to help like if you are throwing up nonstop, um but i'd say like my favorites would be like a ginger um ginger supplements ginger chews, ginger tea with lemon like lots of nutritive teas if someone can stomach that and then also just like smoothies a lot of times the morning sickness they can't even get the prenatal down so mixing the pre like opening up the prenatal like mixing it in the smoothie Mm. or like spreading it with like nut butter because then it just like hides the flavor on like a piece of toast something anything to get in um those calories really because you're just trying to like increase your calories to feed you know your your growing body And and then I'd say acupuncture has also been shown to kind of help with morning
0: sickness as well. Hmm. Okay, that's really good to know for morning sickness specifically. Yeah.
1: The Um, combination of the three tends to work the best.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, And then. Yeah. okay, that's that's good enough. (laughs) And then I also had another question, um, Courtney. So um, this person was wondering about medications and pregnancy and even into breastfeeding. Um, What is safe in terms of the the little things like over the counter stuff? Like if you get a cold when you're breastfeeding or if you have back pain, you know, after pregnancy uh, or during, what is safe for someone to take um, during that kind of course of action?
1: Yeah, um, good question. So with pregnancy, it's it's a little bit more complicated um, versus breastfeeding. So for pregnancy, again, I always strive to like help people with herbs (laughs) or (laughs) supplements. So depending on the pain, like if it's like low back pain, um, acupuncture has been great. Um, those belts, um, the pregnancy belts to like take the pressure off the low back. Okay. Um, Like referrals. Like we use a lot of like referral based programs. So osteopathic osteopathy, chiropractic to help massage therapy with the back pain specifically. Um, If it's like a heartburn, again, there's always, I always find that there's some sort of natural supplement or herb that can help that I try to use first, Mm -hmm. but yeah, there's not a lot you can take in pregnancy. They usually suggest Tylenol, but now more and more, there's studies saying that like, you can't take Tylenol every day when you're pregnant. Mm -hmm. Um, So just working with that individual patient to see like what they can manage depending on what's going on breastfeeding is a little bit easier but again you have to like watch out for certain doses and if you're exclusively breastfeeding or if you're mixing with formula, depending on that Mm. um or or taking the medication away from breastfeeding like in between your feeds that makes sense (laughs) yeah pumping so it really depends on the medication so that's um something we always go through with patients like what medications are you on or um what questions you have about certain medications that you're on so that you know what is safe and what's not safe because there's so many
0: things out there. Yeah, and you have to do like your due diligence too, right? Because you're not only affecting yourself, you're affecting someone else. And it's so funny when uh when somebody's pregnant that makes such a big deal, right? Because they're affecting someone else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not that's so what... much you know, when you're when you make the decision to order yourself McDonald's and it's just affecting you and you can probably handle it and you rush yes. it, out,
1: you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yeah, exactly. Your health impacts like your baby's health. Yeah. Like that is the way. So um, yeah, I, I would say like a lot and again, this is what comes with the vitamin D. Like they're finding that more and more vitamin D um intake during pregnancy and even through breastfeeding has decreased the risk and vitamin D for infants has decreased decreased the risk of um childhood asthma and childhood like allergies, hmm. which is super interesting. Um mm-hmm. So continuing to look forward to that research that up and comes and shows how taking certain supplements can definitely be beneficial.
0: Wow, that is amazing, Courtney. Um, Courtney Russell, everyone, thank you so much for for being here um, and for giving us your lovely little discount on your your course for any practitioner who's out there that is interested in working more with Courtney um, and learning from her that way, you can get 15% off that course through her um, fecunditas for fertility, mm-hmm. and then um, yeah, check Courtney out at uh, Two Rivers Health in Guelph, Ontario. And thank you again, Courtney, for having for just <laughs> for having us. You know, <laughs> for you, and I think it's been such a helpful conversation for folks. Uh, I tried to put myself in the shoes of someone who was pregnant as much as I wanted, to really think more about those things. And of course, if uh, folks have more questions, you can totally reach out to me um, through Instagram. It's reawaken underscore co, just C-O, uh, or at the Aaron Edwards. And uh, we host inspiring insights like this every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. So looking forward to hearing more people and getting more in tune with folks and and providing opportunities for uh, learning and for sharing and for a better healthy world in the future. Thanks again, Courtney.